0: Jackie and Laurie Kilmartin, Jackie and Laurie Kilmartin, it's the Jackie and Laurie show, the Jackie and Laurie show, it's the Jackie and Laurie show, the Jackie and Laurie show. show. All right, I guess we're going, don't say by the way and tell
1: me it. He's not recording, is he? I sure am. Mm -hmm. Fuck. Oh. Jesus Christ, <laughs> welcome to episode 250, guys. <laughs> Off to, to it is a milestone. I feel it. I feel the milestone. And yes, I was trying to have a conversation with you before we began. No, I, and, against, and I resent that
0: you dropped by two days ago and had conversations <laughs> with me at my house.
1: And yet you looked desperate for some sort of human contact, some I'm sort so of face-to-face. I can't it's even just, tell you. It's just like, <laughs> oh, please talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> and well,
0: no, just... just Hang out with me, but don't say a word. That's the oh. kind of relationship I like to cultivate. <laughs> that's
1: uh, that's why I, I texted you that thing about the dog. We can't have another generation of, the, of, of someone who's antisocial. You got to get that dog some socialization. Because uh, I told you that I went for my anniversary. We had a real nice anniversary. We took ourselves to the dog park in Long Beach, on the beach. Me. Rosie's Beach. Dog park. And then we watch other people's dogs play in the water. It was like going to the theater. <laughs> and you view? guys, uh,
0: there's a lot. Of, by Oh, by the way, you guys maybe closed my window. So now I'm suffocating because you didn't like the sound of crickets. Yeah. yeah. Made by God. And we're listening to your audio feedback of you breathing into your mic all the time. Oh, you got some. Mm-hmm, <laughs> you got yeah. some of that Captain. Well, Don't
1: you think so, uh, Kyle?
0: Yeah, just a little bit. How about now? Um, that's it's perfect. That, yeah. There you go.
1: I'm okay. up high. I'm I'm more an air air traffic controller now. If you're watching this on YouTube <laughs> or or the Patreon,
0: anyway. Uh, I love crickets. Um, it reminds yeah. me of well, you know, performing, of course. But <laughs> no, it's just that's what
1: my white right noise had to go to sleep. I did to. not see that coming. I I'm so sorry to say that I
0: did not. Uh, go ahead. Wow. It's been a while you No, know, <laughs> white noise machine. I play crickets to go to sleep in addition wow. to my air purifier on high and my box fan on high. It takes a lot to, to really
1: knock you out. Oh, out of the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I'm so glad you're not into heroin. Jesus. <laughs> um, um, but I, I got another purifier. So I have two in the house now. It's Oh, I'm okay. once I get on board with something I'm a hundred percent. Um,
1: I have to say that, uh, you had me buy one of those and, mm-hmm. or you recommended and I bought it and my sore throat is gone. And so it's only been three days. Wow. And are you keeping it in the house or the garage? Uh, I bought it. I tried to get a new one. I tried to buy a bigger one for the house mm-hmm. and then take the small one. Cause the small one is just for a hundred square feet. And so it's yeah. in the bedroom. Yeah, and that's what this tiny room is—a hundred and forty-four square feet, which is gross. And then, uh, ha. And then, um, <laughs> why is it gross? I don't understand. One hundred and forty-four is gross. It's one of those things for measurement. Math pun. It's what?
0: a math
1: pun. I, it? It's a, it's a math joke. Uh, Yeah, I hang around with a lot of nerds, and, uh, and oh so my god, n- <laughs> math hilarity never stops.
0: Math hilarity never stops. It's oh, look, not. I want it, my crickets. I want my crickets. If you, you want your math window, pun, back back a math pun, and I'm opening the window wide open. You can. I just.
1: I just got. I just got crickets from you. So there are plenty of crickets here, <laughs> and uh, so I know that it's not the kind of comedy that Bill Burr is really, <laughs> ra- really, kill, really slaying the world with a math pun. Were you
0: on Twitter today?
1: I was. I was on Twitter. Uh, I didn't <laughs> see it I, last night. I kind of w- wanted to. And then, to, and then I saw a lot of hot takes, a lot of hot, <laughs> hot takes. Hot takes. And then I was like, I guess I don't care. <laughs> uh, because, uh, you know, here's the thing about uh, Bill Burr. He's he's hit and miss for me. Uh, he doesn't care. I mean, he's not listening. Um, and, and he mm. has millions of dollars, so it can't possibly matter. But, um, the and, and he was very supportive, uh, him and Al Madrigal having me on the All Things Comedy Network with the Doric Forest, until sure. they didn't. Until I didn't yeah. sign that one contract. And then all of a sudden, it turns out that kicked me out, and I didn't know. There was an advertising contract that I didn't sign. Oh, wow. I didn't know that I was quitting the network by not signing it. <laughs> and I only found out because I'm supposedly going to go with 800-pound Gorillas Network. Yeah. And... um they wanted to be polite and talk to all things Bill and Al and tell them that I was going to leave them and go with them, the others. <laughs> and so they called and they uh-huh. were like, Oh shit, we kicked her out like a year ago. And uh, I was like, what happened? I got to keep the art. I got to keep okay. the new art that they made for the podcast. All right. <laughs> anyway. So
0: well, you, were you on, were you on Twitter? Yeah, I was in and out. Um, <laughs> I liked the, I, this set was like, uh, you know, First of all, can you imagine going basically eight months without performing any, that's, you know? And that's then, why I chose not to watch it. Then doing honestly. a set on Saturday Night Live. I mean, he's yes. been doing outdoor shows at, uh, in L.A. and stuff like that, but it's, it's barely, barely keeping the, uh, the instrument yeah. tuned. Yeah, so yeah. he's not that, even
1: doing Zoom shows. He's not even doing for, yeah, he's so not he's doing just like us. Doing,
0: Yeah, so I can't imagine that level of terror. Um, right, shouting at people in
1: cars once yes. every three or four weeks. Right, versus
0: I know it's, not, it's Saturday it's not. Night Live. Yeah, so it's even hard to work out the material and stuff like that. And yeah. I mean, it's the same with me. Like some stuff of his I love, and then others I'm like, no, that's not true in the setup so much that I can't. It's hard to go all the way through to the punchline because I'm like, you left out ninety percent of that story. I know, right? I know what you're saying. So, right. but you know, it, I it, want more details.
1: I did have, <laughs> there was one, there was one hot take. Cause I did not know that his wife is black. Yeah. And then someone said, his wife is black. Do you think that his wife wrote that chunk about white women? And yeah, I was I like, do. is she a comic? Do you know?
0: No, she's not. Nia, she, uh, she's to book the talent on tough Crowd, So I think that's where they met. Uh, oh, so she's comedy adjacent for a thousand. Very versions. much so. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, and they've been together since I don't know, since Tough Crowd maybe so '05 or something. A long time. Wow. Wow. Um, time. No, no. She knows comedy really, really well. She has a show with Marcella Arguello on All Things Comedy, where like okay. a kind of a talk show type of thing.
1: Uh, right. And so she he, may have been sort of just bitching about white women, and he was like, "I'm gonna cause I cause sometimes." I mean, it well, might, he might have, she might have
0: written that bit for him as well. I'm sure which, that's a discussion because that's a discussion every everyone's having now is, you know, 53% of white women voted for Trump and white it was women. was like kind of 65% voted. of them were white men, though. Well, yeah, but we know that they suck. No offense, white men or Kyle. But- <laughs> But the thing is, is white women sort of been flying under the radar when the majority of them in America voted for Trump. Um, and, you know, we see all the Karens and all that kind of stuff. And uh, it's like, yeah, you know, women are all oppressed, uh, but white women are the least oppressed. And we get a lot of um, a lot of stuff on the side from being white uh, that black and women from don't being get. W- and white male adjacent. That's what I mean like, from being the, white, from just on, yeah. on this,
1: just adjacent on the side to to yeah, that. The cup it's, overfloweth to us, and right. there's some trickle down, which I don't right. believe in trickle down economy, but I understand.
0: Yeah, you know, and uh, our our you know George Washington was a slave owner. Where did he get the slaves? Fucking like Marsh of Martha, he married a slave owner. She right. she brought slaves to the marriage. So, so But they weren't Martha's slaves, they were Martha's
1: dad's slaves. That they, they get, were part of her dowry. Right. Like, along with several goats, some humans. And then uh, we yes. also have these cattle.
0: So Well, what I'm saying, yes, you No, I know what you're saying. <laughs> no, but but it's so it's it's from historically from, from the start of America, white women have been in on it. And um, not all, of course, but a lot. And even the ones that weren't, I mean, even you and I, when when someone's like, oh, we got to have a woman on the show, they often just put a white woman on the show. So you and I benefit of being white you know, within that,
1: that, that sort of framework. This is so beautiful watching you come of age. It's just so oh, What nice. do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's just this realization of, of course, that's the way, I mean, that's, I mean, the thing is, is, is yeah. The, the privilege of being white to begin with is, is all of it's, is, is all that mm-hmm. it's at. And so, and to make fun of white women is it's, it's in the zeitgeist. It's, it's we're well, we're you and I are making fun of being white women.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you sort of implied that that Nia had to write the bit for Bill when I, I'm saying everyone's sort of talking no, about no, it. Not, there's not a lot the of wait, wait, there's a lot of think pieces about it. So but I didn't say he's that. a person that reads and I'm sure is picking up on that or also having discussions with her as well. Right. Right. Could I say because here, here's what I think is that is that
1: everybody's everybody is doing that. Right. The fucking Karen thing is a Mm-hmm. Like Karen Anderson isn't a decent person. Like Karen, Runtown. anyway. But uh, so the, uh, but so every absolutely everyone's doing bits about this stuff, and um, but that that his take on it mm-hmm. could have come from a conversation with his black wife. Sure, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's all. That's and that was not me saying that. That was someone else who said that was somebody else's hot take that i thought was interesting here was a hot take that i didn't find interesting mm-hmm. uh there was a guy who said he's just saying what we all think um, about white women and i was like that is what well, trump says about people of co- that's what trump supporters say about people of color he's just trump is just saying what we're all thinking and i don't think that we're all thinking anything quite honestly well i, I mean, think that some people
0: are that I saw that screenshot, but I, you don't know what that what chunk that guy was responding to, you know, it right. could have been that he Moranis was riffing, joke. he could have been riffing too. I I don't know, I don't know that person, so it, it but uh, but I, I did like there were a lot of there was a certain segment of white woman Twitter that was. Mm-hmm. Very angry. Did I like that Freddie used the word bitches? I mean, it's, you know, we're comics, we're club people. So we say the word bitches a lot. Okay. To me, that falls under comedy, comedy talking. It's comedy speak, you know, I find it a
1: little hacky, but, but I don't, I mean, I'm not surprised when anybody says bitches, man, I just think it's a little hacky. I don't well, think there's anything wrong with it. Yeah. It all
0: depends on how it's done in the
1: context. I'd right. rather be called a cunt than a bitch anyway, even though
0: I, I'll, I'll call you both by me end of this podcast. I swear. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, yeah. So the world went nuts. So people, yeah, so there was that. And then there was, the other thing is, is white male fans of burr who hate women. Uh, they, 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 they hate white women, but not because white women are complicit in racism. But that's not why they hate white women or women at all. They, like, they were, they just found out they had a new reason to hate white women during Bill's set. it so so them going, yeah, man, that was, that was like super annoying. Um, right. That, that was the only thing that
1: annoyed me about it. Yeah. Cause I don't, cause I don't really, you know, I'm just like, it's Bill Burke. He's been doing, he's been the darling of New York comedy for 25 years. And he's, he's just, he knows what he's doing. Right. It's not yeah. like. I mean, he's it's, been it's in LA even, for a long time, but yeah. Right. Well, he spent like probably seven to 10 years, right? Yeah. But for, I mean, he was a New York comic forever. Well, he was from
0: Boston. He's from Boston.
1: Right. So he's a Boston New, he's an East coast guy, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, and, but when, in 2003, he did his first half hour special and I, and they were carrying him around, like on the backs of elephants, uh, like the week that we recorded, I recorded with him, uh, Ron White. Who went up actually oh, before me and sh- yeah and and literally did like uh, two doubles and then went out <laughs> and carried a couple of low balls with him on the way out to the stage. Yes.
0: And then and by then, the way, uh, that that's for him. That's all real alcohol. As far as I know, that guy doesn't fake it. You know how some comics will do will do shots on stage, but it's just water. Uh, I've heard about those people, but I've actually never met any of them. Do you well, they, have a name? Put it in the chat. They never admit it. No, but I mean, I've seen people do shots and then not get hammered, but they're trying to sell, help, help the club sell more booze. Cause that helps them get booked back. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, but I will, um, so it was him. It was, uh, fluffy and it
0: was, um, Gab- Gabrielle Iglesias. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: And, uh, who the. Ruther- the rumor on him we don't know we'll never know if it was true is that he he uh and this just sounds like a really good idea he invited all of his fans to come to the show so he stacked the audience brilliant yeah and uh, he got like two standing ovations and um, um but uh, that that might have just been mean because yeah. he's incredibly likable right right and that yeah, and, so, and then bill burr yeah and then so, a bunch of other people. I can't remember.
0: Anyway. Somebody else. Uh, I can't say their, their name, but they won like best special of the year one year. And their, um, their partner hired a telemarketing team to call in the votes.
1: <laughs> I <laughs> heard uh, about I'm that. all for that.
0: Good for oh, you. Fucking is. win your shit. Who cares? We're who all cares? I mean, survive. the thing it's,
1: it's just a, uh, the PR stunts. I was it's just so like, stupid. well, that's it turns out stand up comedy is a job. So, uh, I mean, you could try to just, you know, ground floor, just, you know, not, I'm not trying. I'm just up here. And it turns out I'm a hero. Uh, Mitch Hedberg worked 45 weeks a year. So uh, you can, you know, there's no,
0: there's no, not, not the model that you want to follow though at this point. Well, not at
1: the end, not Ron White either. So uh, I'm saying that, guy, that
0: much work doesn't, isn't good for you. Is my, is my new opinion having had no work. Oh, interesting. All right. Well, I mean, for a long time, to- for a multi-years, I mean, you work more than almost anyone I know, right? You were always on the road. We were doing two and three podcasts at a time sometimes yeah. to accommodate, you know, work around road schedules. So. You know it's uh it's it's hard to it's a hard life and and I think a lot of comics die prematurely because of it. I would say Tim Wilson probably would still be living had he not been such a road dog you know Ralphie may you know yes there's mm-hmm. um a lot of
1: and it's weird because like you don't hear about the women who die, but there's you know that's it's some of them tend to quit because yeah. they're sane and then yeah. uh. But uh, yeah, I I swear to God, I'm eight months home here. And uh, I was just looking because Amy Miller was telling me that there's a new club upstate, uh, not called that, anyway, but there's a new club up in uh, Northern uh, California. Yes, in Northern California, which is actually Central California, Alameda. And uh, that's in
0: the East Bay, that it's in Central California.
1: But there's another six hours of driving. Like it's six hours from here, but then yeah. there's another six to eight hours. So that's like the literal middle of California. We can agree to disagree. Uh, so, but the, no, no uh, it's it's
0: it's right across the bay from San Francisco.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's ha- it's partially owned by Eddie Brill. Did you hear
0: that? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs>
1: I'll probably never work it, but uh. but um, <laughs> but maybe not because he's not booking it. But he probably has some say. And um, sure. And it pays. It pays real light right now, as you can I, imagine. I can't as, imagine as well
0: any it, club paying heavy right now.
1: <laughs> There's <laughs> that. Or are they getting the money?
0: <laughs> right, unless
1: for some reason you had just buckets of cash just buried underneath something, and uh, yeah. But I'm looking forward to. Um, yeah, i uh, I might. It was. It's outside. There's 40 people. She's going
0: to do it next month. I think
1: or the month. Oh, after. that's great.
0: I mean, I had a great time uh, last weekend in Sacramento. I mean, it's in Santa Cruz. Right, you know, right, doing those, those outdoor shows.
1: Yeah. Did you get your own mic?
0: Um, I think so. It was definitely, you know, that we 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 didn't use the mic of the person in front of us. It might have been rotating, but then it was they were doused with uh, Clorox wipes.
1: Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I might just bring Clorox wipes. Mm-hmm. I'm also going to talk to Lewis about maybe putting a plexiglass and, um, and then just having our own, our, everybody just put your own, have your own mic. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I've got, you know, I've got, uh, somebody else asked me to do a couple of outdoor
0: shows here. I, I think and, I got asked to do the same when you're doing in November.
1: Yeah. In and, uh, oh, really? Let's yeah. not carpool. Uh unless we want to be <laughs> each other's Unless pod. we record <laughs> it. <laughs> we could be any put po- it's not like we're not super cutaining We're quarantining <laughs> hardcore, you and I. So um I'm doing hot tub to- tonight. Hey, hey cool. we should talk about how great that show was at Flappers. Our show. Our show. Yeah, yeah. Our show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was outstanding. You had a,
0: a killer set. Thank you. So did you. And uh, yeah, we had fun acts and we, we get a really good crowd of people that are good laughers and they, you know, don't have uh, don't go on conference calls during the show. And uh, <laughs> right so right you and the audience will not be annoyed at the audience. Like you can all, you know, not only do people like that annoy us comics, but they annoy the other audience members. So yeah. we get people that know not to do that. And so it's an I- enjoyable time.
1: I haven't even had to make an announcement the last two or three uh, Sundays for my Sunday show, my Sunday comedy services show. Mm-hmm. And like today, there were 37 people. And, is um, that bad? No, it's not bad for people who have really seen me work on this material. <laughs> and uh, God love them. <laughs> and, uh, but I will say, I had some great, it was T.L. Devaney. T.L. Devaney mm-hmm. is a Seattle, uh, like uh, Pacific Northwest comic. Yeah, Trans- yeah, do you know him?
0: Transgender.
1: Uh, you might yeah. you might have met him. Who knows? At last, but I, yes. Yeah. And so. yeah. I, he was so funny. He was so good. And then uh Julia Austin, who was one of the top ten comics of uh to watch on something, uh, so she was hilarious. And then Winter Spears. So I, they both did, I had not seen uh either of them in ages or ever or whatever. I just couldn't remember. So I was like, five to yeah. seven, and so they did five to sevens freaking hilarious and then winter got up and she was great for 10 and then rontowski did 10 and uh rontowski's 10 because karen rontowski's doing uh, a new album next month as Where? well Where? i don't know i forget she told me but um
0: is it in front she's- of a live audience
1: yes and it's going to be all paranormal stuff oh good i'm
0: glad she's finally doing
1: that i know she's it's been years since her last album is great, and she's su- And I haven't seen her perform in so long, and it was super one-liner heavy.
0: It was outs- It was great. It was oh, really, great. really good. Do you think people are more because everyone's got time, you know, are getting more into paranormal uh, studies or something? You know, I, I did first my of all, joke. everyone's got time, and all their relatives are dying. You might as well start <laughs> to believe in ghosts
1: uh i have to say that um i i i'm doing a joke right now that mentions karen rontowski and jen kirkman and um by name and so mm-hmm. i did the joke today because everybody deserves rebuttal time <laughs> and so i wanted to make sure she didn't hate it and uh she didn't hate it she thought it was great and and plus if it's on my album much like uh oh shit i haven't worked on that that uh the braces guy, Andre, what the? oh what? my God, I've forgotten the guy. you know the joke I do about braces about the the guy who yes. had braces on the yeah yeah I, on the on
0: your trip, yeah,
1: yeah, I've spaced his name. It better be written in my notebook uh,
0: you'll fi- you'll find it it'll be,
1: yeah, I got old tapes too, so oh by the way i was I was cleaning out a, another closet because I'm just now I'm like, uh, goodwill is open, they're taking stuff again. But I found this, which is, I found a stack of, like, 14 challenge coins from doing Mm -hmm. the, and this is the Scott Kennedy one.
0: Uh, May he rest in peace. May he rest in, speaking of guys, uh, too soon. Yes, he took a lot of comics uh, overseas to military bases.
1: Yeah, and so... This is uh, this. This feels like the not you know the challenge coins they give you the challenge coins at all at most of the bases yeah and you've sort of earned them in the world of challenge coins but this one I feel like I tr- I, I truly earned right just going yeah. to Iraq with Scott and it's it's a nice memory of Scott too so
0: I got a couple but I I don't know if the I feel like the generals were all involved in torture the the people that gave me stuff like they're all discredited.
1: It's uh, I, I got them mostly from majors and colonels. So I'm hoping that, that we can, we can blame it up the, up the chain of command. Sure. But I don't know what to do with them. It's not like you throw them away. I'm not going to throw away. A ch- I mean, I know I, I, mean, I, I could
0: give them to goodwill, I suppose. <laughs> That'd be- you know, somebody would want it. Some, some people enjoy that kind of stuff, but yeah, there, there's a lot of like, you know, what war medals and things where, you know.
1: Yeah. You I did can't, get a you hat. Can't keep it in the family.
0: People
1: I got I got, I, I got a challenge coin and a hat from um, sort of from the first cavalry, which is the tank division, mm-hmm. from a general. And w- my friend Robin, who's married to Adam Grotman, uh stand up comedy. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, her dad was in was in the first cavalry in World War II. Wow. Yeah, she was late baby, and uh, but the uh, um, I gave her the hat and the coin to give to him, and he was psychedy psyched. So I
0: I would like that kind of regifting
1: kind of situation for the for the challenge coins. You stuff. know,
0: when I was on the road like early nineties, I started going into like antique stores. Yeah, um, like in Oregon and Montana and stuff, and uh, I see all these old photographs, and I and I literally thought they were the only old photographs on Earth. I was like, oh my god, these are priceless, and I just bought a ton of people's memories because oh, I was and And yeah. now, like there's this I have a book. I've been trying to get rid of it sporadically every couple of years. It's this guy's book of Vietnam Pictures. And I'm like, I know there's got to be family that will be dying to have this stuff, you know, like like a book he made in Vietnam of all his pictures and buddies and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, oh, like, my God, someone some of has these to guys know. have to be dead and their children are in their 50s and want to see what their dad looked like at war. But I don't know how to get this to anybody, you know, you have to know
1: someone who knows Ken Burns because Ken Burns will will have like a Vietnam veteran kind of place where they could they could probably figure out whose family. Oh, it was. Yeah. Oh, really? You, I don't know if you know this, but you're in show business and you know people. <laughs> I don't. I'm, I'm on hiatus. I don't
0: know. I'm not in any business. I can barely do anything. I'm so, I don't know. I'm just like, I have like pff, rocks in my body. I can't move, you know? And fair uh, enough. I'm watching TV Sorry. during the day. I never watch <laughs> TV during the day. And now it's nonstop. Right. Right. Better call Saul. Uh, oh, my God. I mean, it's really good, but I. Uh, I'm like, when will I ever be creative again? You know, like separately from my, from my job and separately from like five minutes before a zoom show starts. Right. <laughs> like, oh my God. You know, but, but it's weird. Like everyone, you know, it's oh, write A spec do all this on your off time. And I'm like a spec for what? Like Jurassic right. park world, whatever just got shut down. Cause it, like, how are, how is, how are things going to be shot in the next Three years. I, I right. don't understand. Yeah. I, mean, I think. not know.
1: Yeah. Uh, sometimes you just have to write it. I mean, this is, this is not, you're going to be furious. I'm going to say this out loud. Uh, sometimes you got to write it for you. But that's true, though. I mean, you have to find something you, you want to do. And, and sometimes you can't. There's just this weird fucking pl- plateau where you're like, I don't want to. I'm sick of banging my head against this door. I don't care if it's the right door. Yeah,
0: like, what am I going to do? Write a book about uh, having a dead parent or write a parenting book? Like, are, I, I, I've done that. So, and then right. I've I've written specs and they've gone nowhere. And part of me is like, they don't, when the town is in full production, they go nowhere. And now I'm supposed to start another one when no one's right. doing
1: anything? Right. What about... Um... Uh, I want, I want you to, what do I want you to do? I wanted you to do something. No, no, no. You don't have to solve this one. I just want to be.
0: Oh, just bitch about it. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to do, I just liked my life the way it was where I had the job during the day and I did stand up at night on the weekends. I loved that, uh, combo, that exhausting combo. And I have
1: to say that if you go back and listen a hundred episodes ago, you didn't love it. (laughs) So that is the, not true <laughs> uh someone get me uh jed if you could uh, clip a kind of clip <laughs> going, that'd be that'd be great um this I
0: saturday have, i have two I shows. don't stand by anything I said <laughs> before the
1: pandemic yeah before the it's just it's yeah, I don't know yes. i i have uh i did a show on Saturday and I also uh recorded a voiceover thing that's what what I did was i made that i made that vision board.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: so it's all this stuff that I want to do and all these people I want to see again. And then some pictures that I drew and uh, (laughs) some things and a bunch of lists of things that I want. And I got a lot of emails from people who were like, you should totally lose weight. Remember last week I said I wanted to lose weight? A lot of people suggest, a lot of suggestions. It's all, it's fun uh, People are help helpers. People oh, are helpers.
0: No, <laughs> that's like people got to know that is a topic. You just don't. Everyone I was just aware
1: last week. But last every, week I was.
0: Yeah, I know, but every human being is aware of their weight. All right, mm-hmm. everyone in well, show business is completely certainly. aware of their weight, and so nothing, even if
1: they never mention it,
0: <sighs> right? It's still in your head, you know, unless you are. Like a dying anorexic, just, just leave the person alone, you know,
1: I mean. Right. And the dying anorexic, you're going to tell that person to eat a sandwich. I mean, the people who are helpers are going to be helpers. And, but anyway, the, the vision board thing is kind of awesome, Mm -hmm. um, because, uh, some of the things are coming true on it. And That's I was, and cool. I was talking to Bamford and I was like, so do you think it's a vision board or it's me talking about what's on the vision board? <laughs> and she said, Oh, it's definitely the second thing. And <laughs> <laughs> so what you have to do is you have to get a vision. We were at the, we were at the beach dog park and I was sitting next to Andy and he said, cause there's a dog on my vision board and there's a, a horse on my vision board. And, um, I live in a, a very small House in Van Nuys, we cannot have a horse. But uh, the but Andy goes. So you want a dog? And I was like, yes. And he was like, this would have been the year.
0: This would have been it.
1: Woulda, yeah. Because he doesn't want a dog, and he knows that he would have a dog. It's sort of like you have a dog. It's your son's dog,
0: but it's your dog. This I love this dog, but it's it's a lot of work. She's a lot of work. She's very mouthy. And please. Like, don't don't send me emails on dog training. I have so many emails that are conflicting advice. Yeah. uh, We're going to puppy class. Right. It's, it's. When when I was over the other day, I told her to sit and she
1: started sitting because she was like, oh, I know what that word means. And then she was Mm like, oh, you can't be the boss of me. (laughs) So her butt went down and then it came back up. And, uh, and I was like, and then you're like, and then she kept getting out of the.
0: She kept getting out of the room. Yeah. And, and coming oh, yeah. Back I there, don't know it how she, it. she opens doors, but no, she uh, like, I, I, put, I bought it like 10 cinder blocks myself. I carried them to the car. Okay. No, actually they were loaded in the car, but then <laughs> I carried it from the car to right? the porch. I painted them dark green. So they blend in. They wouldn't be like just cinder blocks on my, in the front yard. Then I made a little cinder block wall. So she wouldn't hop over it and jump into the rosemary. And what did she do? And me jumped over it. Yeah. There's no uh,
1: she like probably the, used it as a as as a place to just touch off and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I'm so sorry. So yeah. Um, do you have any shows this week?
0: Excuse me. I have one tonight at Flappers with Oh the, wow. The Conan Writers show. So we're all the writers uh do Sunday stuff. night. And then uh looks a little dry. I'll take anything. All uh, right, Andrea. I'll tell you what. On October 22nd, I'm doing a live show for Team Coco. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so keep your ears peeled. I'll let you know where it is, but it's oh, someplace fun. outside. October 24th, oh, you have a show with me. That's right, I do. On the 24th, I have a show with Kyle. Oh, so a Zoom show or an outdoor show as oh, well? Oh, zooming it up. No one's asking me to go to outside show. Let's get out of here. Oh, there you go.
1: There you go. I'm doing an outside show on Saturday. Uh, I don't know where. And then, um, and then I'm also doing a Zoom show on Saturday. But I'm doing hot tub uh, tonight. What'll well, be tonight?
0: You guys want to take that first break? Yeah. Video games. Video games.
1: Video games. You like them?
0: Maybe you wish you had more time for them. Maybe you want to know the best ones to play. Maybe you want to know what happens to Mario when he dies.
1: <laughs> In that case, you should check out Triple Click. Comic of the Week. Good suggestion, Laurie Kilmart. Yes. <clears throat> Kenice Mobley. Oh my uh, God. Kenice Mobley. K-E-N-I-C-E-M-O-B-L-E-Y. Yeah. And that's, that's on her,
0: her Twitter as well. It and is indeed. And yeah, very funny. Uh, Bri- I think sex. she lives in Brooklyn. Yeah, that's yeah, that was really fun that we saw online. And It was uh, about
1: her mom. It was about yeah. sex. It was about <laughs> her body. It was about Brooklyn. It was about dating. It was about all it had so many topics in like a thirteen minute set. It was yeah. so it was so great. Yes, yeah, it was, and funny. it kept going.
0: Yeah, smart. And she's also a, a correspondent on Vice now, Vice News. Uh, oh, there you go. So yeah, so she's, follow that. Shit's happening. Let's get in on this, the ground floor of Kenes Mobley. Let's not wait until yeah, yeah,
1: until she blows the fuck up, and then yeah, you, can't. you, you could say I was one of the first <laughs> who knew her. So. Yeah, I don't know. Other than that, wow, that is. Oh, wow, that those were all of my topics. What do you got for thirty minutes?
0: You got something? Oh, I didn't know I had to bring topics. Oh, Uh, I wrote. Usually, usually it's our our crackling chemistry carries us (laughs) to the second half of this podcast. Bam, walk out (laughs) and uh, short episode. Short episode. I I will say that. Uh, hey, uh, okay, so I've been wearing these shorts since for like six years. A pair, <laughs> I got oh. three pairs of shorts, like they're Cherokee shorts from Target, okay. you know. And they're I not even like,
1: carrying Cherokee anymore. Really? That's, yeah, that brand is old. gone.
0: Yeah. So, um, you know, like I, I don't wear shorts that much normally, so I didn't really care. It was just weekend stuff. And now I'm shorts 24 7, and I can't stand these fucking Cherokee shorts. So, uh, <laughs> Talk to me. I've Auditioning shorts. Now you saw me in a pair of shorts that kept popping open because it didn't have a zipper. It had magnets, which I had no (laughs) idea. So I sat down and I was like, I'm sorry, Jackie, let me close up. (laughs) I apologize. Um, But, uh, but then from Land's End, which were, which I'm going to take back and send back, but the, these other two, uh, I got a different pair in two colors that like are chinos with a seven inch whatever rise or something. Okay, they're great. I love them. They have a zipper. Oh, really? Yes, they're comfortable, but they keep their shape. And um, I I just recommend the Lands End uh, chino shorts for women.
1: Are you going to buy several several?
0: Just ordered two more pairs.
1: There you go, because I mm-hmm. what I'm wearing right here is um, mm-hmm. we're going to move the talk to shoe talk, you guys. Okay. Uh, I bought these shoes that were sort of dressy but also sneakers uh, that I wore on stage, and they're and they're also really good for walking. Now uh, they were being discontinued, so I bought two two pairs. <laughs> the current pair that I'm just wearing every day and have been for eight months, mm-hmm. um, they're done uh but i'm scared to move to my other pair because then the the wearing out will begin and i'm like what i can't get them anymore <laughs> so i've had a small panic attack about uh some some shoes mm-hmm. and um but i do have like i have stage shoes so when there are when we are on stage <laughs> again i'm going to be swapping out my my pair of sneakers that i wear just for an hour uh like i'm yeah. Uh, I, I only wear
0: my deck shoes, my swim deck shoes all day long. Now, my Adidas.
1: Yeah. And and my, my, you know, my mother-in-law, uh, one of my mother-in-laws died a couple of years ago. Right. And, uh, so I, so my other mother-in-law, her partner of 42 years keeps giving me friends clothes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, are they your style? No, no, no. no. They, they are, uh. When I met Fran, when I first met Fran, probably 17 years ago, I said, it's very nice to meet you, Fran. And uh, I said, so what do you do? And she's like, I work a forklift at a cheese factory. (laughs) And I laughed and laughed. And she said, why is that? I said, could you just say it again? And she's like, why is that funny? And I said, bit of a caricature, Fran. (laughs) <laughs> she's incredibly butch super cool lady uh, but grumpy magoo man anyway so what i'm wearing are cargo shorts yeah I okay. have five pairs of brand new <laughs> cargo shorts that absolutely, I don't know why Andy Ashcraft would want to lie down with me uh, because <laughs> I'm wearing cargo shorts. A lot of so, pockets on cargo shorts, right? Oh yeah, sure. Okay. I got, and I got things. I got lipstick. I got hair ties. I got things. <laughs> you're trying, you're trying right. to
0: offset the cargo shorts. I see right. I see it every lady. time you perform. <laughs> um, I, I'm trying, I was trying to recycle all my stuff, you know, like yeah. I paid a lot of money to send my VHS tape someplace to get them recycled, <laughs> like good for you over a hundred bucks. Oh, wow! You know? And, uh, so I, I had this eight millimeter film from, uh, that my dad took in Tehran in the, the late fifties that, Yeah, I mean I have it I have it digitized, so I'm good. I don't need the actual eight millimeter and I was trying to figure out what to do with it. And some people were saying, oh, on eBay, people buy actual eight millimeter film because they can use it as Maybe, you know, in movies or something, if it has that, you know, that real look and stuff. So I just put, I just put them up on for sale on eBay. No interest so far. But also, Matt, hey, anyone in the CIA? My dad was working on a dam in Iran. There's a lot of fucking footage there. There might be something you need. Matt Weinhold might like it. Like
1: it. He's got a projector. Well, I mean, yeah. But is he, what would he do with, you know, oh, footage he, of a dam? Uh, Matt Weinhold. <laughs> uh, He's <laughs> well. I digitized would, it. I got it digitized. Would, oh, he
0: can't do nothing.
1: Yeah. He would sh- no? He would show it. He. I don't know if you know. You do know about Matt Weinhold? I, Giant yes. nerd. I oh, Yeah. To- oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah I, I was in early in on his uh, Star talk Trek about- William Shatner impressions in '89. I'm very aware of Matt Weinhold and his talents. He's great. He a great, great, hilarious. Oh, comic. such a great comic. Oh, and he was like the first funny one of our generation of comics in. And he was, like, maybe doing a year ahead of me, but mm-hmm. but he was like, oh, my God, this guy's killing. Like, the rest of us were just sort of in and out. It was joke by joke, and Matt had, like, cracked it.
1: Uh, I When I met him, he was already part of – I had already met Dana Gould. Mm-hmm. I had not yet met Greg Proops. Mm-hmm. But then I met Matt Weinhold, and we were talking about how great Dana and Greg were, those uh, San Francisco comics yeah, and, yeah. at the time. And I was like, you know, you're the same guy you're that same level for me. And he was like, well, I thank you. <laughs> but it's just where that, that it's that thing where you're yeah. like, don't be ridiculous. And you're like, no, no, I'm up here. And he, it was one of those realizations that I think it was, it was kind of nice. He has a, he has a, uh, you know, I think, uh, I think Dana Gould's thing is called Funhouse. Yeah. And Matt Weinhold is, and he has His a podcast, podcast? called His podcast is monster party, but he has one album out. And that album is a damn delight. Matt Hmm. White. Did you know Johnny Steele?
0: He would probably be another. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen him in a while, but he like kind of became a real estate magnate. He he just like his brother is (laughs) his name, Steve Lopez. And he writes for the LA times. Uh, I think his brother won a Pulitzer or something. His brother's like a great writer. Yeah. And uh, Johnny uh, dropped the Lopez and uh, went with went Steel because he's from Pittsburgh. And mm-hmm. even though Pittsburgh, California has nothing to do with Pits- Steel in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, but whatever. It was a great, it's a great name. Johnny Steel yeah. is Johnny a, great a great name. Like he he fucking knew what he was doing. And, uh, you know, he's had a very successful career. I don't think he ever moved from the Bay Area, but you know, if you can figure your shit out, why, why would you want to leave San Francisco if you can figure out how to afford it? You know, like uh, com- uh, some comics I know, and he's one of them, Wilders to Others, like bought early on. They, so they own like a nice house in San Francisco now. And yeah, whatever. I don't know. Johnny might be more Emeryville, but Wait, uh,
1: what uh, let tangent. me tell you. Yes. Uh, that's a, uh, I, I got a, a, a you said Pulitzer. Did you know uh, N.K. Jemison? Is Kamau Bells speaking of San Francisco? Uh, is his cousin okay? And NK Jemison has written she won the Hugo three years in a row for her Broken Earth trilogy, science fiction writer. Okay, wow. and she is also writing uh Far Sector, which is a uh, um. Green Lantern comic book series that is amazing right now. Whatever. She's an amazing writer. She's Kamau Bell's cousin. And she just got the MacArthur Genius Grant. Oh, wow. Which is $650,000 over five years with no strings attached.
0: Isn't to it? Just, to just amazing. create. To but just isn't create. It, isn't it funny how they, they never give those to stand-up comics? <laughs> <laughs> never give a MacArthur to a stand-up. Well, I wonder how you, I don't know how you get nominated. Uh, I, I don't know.
1: I, I mean, I could look it up, I'm sure.
0: Someone's got a, I don't know. They have some mystery way of noticing your work, but you can't lobby for it. Everyone's always shocked when they get one. But yeah. they've never, just some touring comic that's killing it, you know, doing great work. Augie Smith.
1: <laughs> yes. Right? It's Kate Willett. Uh, <laughs> what I would like uh, is to do another Max
0: Fun. Hey, J. Keith. Hey, Helen. Hey, you've got another true false quiz for me? Yep. Our trivia podcast, Go Fact Yourself, used to be in front of a live audience. True. Turns out that's not so safe anymore. Correct. Next. Unfortunately, this means we can no longer record the show. False. The show still comes out every first and third Friday of the month. Correct. Finally, we still have great celebrity guests answering trivia about things they love on every episode of Go Fact Yourself. Definitely true. And for bonus points, name some of them. Recently, we've had Ophira Eisenberg, plus tons of surprise experts like Yardley Smith and Suzanne Somers. Perfect score. You can hear Go Fact Yourself every first and third Friday of the month with all the great guests and trivia that we've always had. And if you don't listen, well, then you can Go Fact Yourself. That's the name of our podcast. Correct. Yeah, we're doing all right. And, uh, I, also, I listed something else on eBay. My, uh, when my kid, you know, tore his ACL after he had the surgery, yeah. I got a bike that you can put in the pool and it was oh, right. freaking expensive because it's a bike that doesn't corrode in chlorine and he used it never. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think he said, I'd rather live for the rest of my life. And uh, it why, don't you put it, but- why don't you put it in the pool and I'll come over and use it. Really? Yeah.
1: What, that, uh, th- that might be an exercise yeah, more thing than I do. To. Yeah. It's... You
0: invited me to come over and this week's supposed to be a hundred degrees all week. Please, Ooh. please, please do it. Uh, it. It's 26 pounds. It's really easy to put in and grab okay. out. You, to, you do have to take it out, but it, but it's, uh, yeah. You I'll give it a shot. Tunes? No,
1: here. Allow me to write a pool bike I'm gonna put it on my hand and then we'll maybe do it this week mm-hmm. uh so um that would be a thing and plus I would get to see other I, I could be in my mask and my suit yes I could
0: yeah and it's yeah, gonna and be 100 also, degrees you could if you don't want to wear a suit you could wear your cargo pants I'm not you know this <laughs> isn't a public pool man you can fucking wear you want in my pool
1: I don't care uh uh I, I I, I pictured myself nude for a second and I was like, oh, wow. Well, I'd appreciate, I do have a son. A young. You have a son. Yes. And quite honestly, how about six months into the pool bike? Um, anyway, in other news, uh, uh-huh. yeah, I, I want, yeah, I, I want to, um, Oh fuck. I'm my mind's a sieve. I forgot. I, I of- want to sense. feel something this
0: week. <laughs> that would be great.
1: Any emotion, anything?
0: I'll take any, any emotion. I'll take elation. I'll take despair. I'm just, I'm just, uh, like, I, I just don't have an interest in anything.
1: I have to tell you, I've been talking to some people that are, were comics and comic writers. You know, I Mm -hmm. was talking to a writer and she was like, I couldn't be more sick of working on myself. Uh, and, uh, and oh, she's right, like, right. I'm sick of working on myself and I and I don't and I don't care. But I have to say myself, I have been doing I I, I had a bad couple of weeks. Like last last week was I kind of came out of it a little mm-hmm. bit. But for like two or three weeks, I was I was in a sort of a real a real plateau. And um and it it sort of it it what what jump started me today was uh uh 20 minutes before I did my Sunday services show, I was like, what are you working on, on this show? You're going to about to do 40 minutes in front of people. Are you just going to fuck around and do the 40 that you want to work on? I was like, yeah, yeah, that turns out that's exactly what I'm going to do. Like I forced myself to work on the dad chunk, the 10 Mm -hmm. in the middle, and that's actually tight enough. That's tight enough now that it's one of those jokes that many years ago I was told it was, I was beat myself up because there was a chunk that didn't have enough punchlines. And a comic said to me, it doesn't, it doesn't have a lot of punchlines. It has some punchlines, which is fine, but it is a riveting story.
0: And you can tell that the audience is engaged. So yeah, Chappelle if you- talks about stuff like that, you know, about it, how sometimes you just need to be interesting
1: right and Colleen Cruz told me that in like 97, 96 mm-hmm. and she was like, if it's interesting enough and there's a couple of payoff points and you st- and you want to tell that story, you think that that's a fascinating, funny enough story, you can put it in a, in a long stand set and I, and it's not that big of a deal. And it's one of the things that you know, I mean, in '96, that was called alternative comedy, and now mm-hmm. everybody's doing it, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. But I have gotten to the point with the dad chunk that with mm-hmm. with that ho- it's that hospital chunk. Yeah, um, it's tight enough. I think it's ready, and that's amazing because I'll tell you mm-hmm. something. A month ago, uh, five weeks ago, I did not feel that. I felt like I didn't ever want to say it again, and it was too long, and it was mm-hmm. it was super wordy. But I recorded it a couple of times, I listened to it once, one one time, one time I listened to it. And, uh, but I think that there's definitely, so that's, what I really need to do is I just need to break it up into the order that it will, will appear, because... Mm-hmm. Because unless we go into hard, because I don't think the first wave of this thing is over, right? We're not, Corona, all, no, I, from
0: from what still what first read, wave, right? We're heading into a winter where people are staying indoors. They're not going to be going outside. They're going to be indoors more often, and but still be congregating a little bit. And they're saying the winter spike. could be worse than what we've already had. I swear to God, if
1: we have four more years of this guy with 200,000 dead this year, It'll be a million people, a million Americans dead before this thing is over, Right? If it's four more years of this
0: idiot. And and, and it's just... I mean, just for stand-up comics, yeah. people are going to get used to not going out, and they're going to feel the longer this goes on, the more uncomfortable they're going to feel around other people, right? I, getting people back into comedy clubs after this. I mean, they did it after the Spanish flu. So maybe right. I'm just it took a couple of years catastrophizing, but it just feels like <laughs> it feels like it's going to be tough for a little while. Yeah. You know what else I wanted to one thing about about Burr's set that sort of reminded me of a lot of comics our age is yeah. that um, that thing where. He, he talked about, about finding out that it was pride week. Right. Okay. And he goes, and instead of just going it's pride week or noticing it's pride week, he goes, I, I, I popped into a building and talked to an old super. And the guy said, it's pride week. And I was like, I don't, he, the thing, here's the thing I was, I thought about this a lot when I was swimming is, is when you and I, and he, and a bunch of us were starting, we worked a ton of road rooms, right. And and a lot of bars and, and especially in Boston, I think, was way worse than other places where <laughs> I would say low information listeners. Right. So if you sounded even remotely like an egghead, they were going to fucking throw shit at you or yell shit at you. And so whenever you had to tell a joke or talk about something that required, you know, giving the audience information, you had to get pre- to create a person that told you that information so you can react to it. Right. So it's, 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 uh, it's not like you were reading, you would never say, Oh, I read this in the Atlantic. You'd be like, Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, my girlfriend, she was watching 60 minutes. She loves the news. She told me this thing. And then, and then you react to her telling (laughs) you that. And And it, I, I think a lot of our generation does that just it's out of habit. Cause we don't want to look like we're too fancy. And I think the newer comics are also used to working in rooms where everyone is constantly plugged in and informed. So you don't, you just assume everyone's an egghead and everyone knows the same things you do. Cause we're all getting information all the time, right? It's a I've, different baseline. I think Sturdy starting baseline.
1: It's, it's one, it's a, it's a thing that drives me fucking nuts. It's I call it the reach out. I was just like, just tell the joke. Do mm-hmm. not reach out and say, "Have you guys seen this? Have you guys?" Because you're going to explain it anyway,
0: right? Right, like, right, right, right. Yeah. And
1: I've and I've done it. I I do it yes. occasionally, and in the middle of saying it, I will call. I'll I'll beat myself up in the head. But but the I'm doing it in a bit you,
0: now. By the way, <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's happening say, right oh, now this, you guys this guy said this to me and i'm like listen because i can't i, I otherwise i sound like a fucking history teacher going into a bit right like giving right. you history lessons so i'm just gonna say this and then you right know. And the, but the weird thing about some of those reach
1: outs where you're just like so a guy told me this mm-hmm. or i uh we're in a pandemic you're not talking to a super. You're not no, doing he it. He said he did it last year. He, oh, okay. he said it
0: was last year when he's in town. Right. But I, but I was like, I was like, how, I mean... Everyone I knows did. when when it's Pride Week because every every there every business has a flag out and yeah. like every person is wearing a pride. T- like especially in New York and L A, you can't not know when it's Pride Week. So it was so it yeah. was so Minneapolis. Like he had there. a joke it's he happening. wanted to do and he and he and he's like, I got to pretend like I don't know it's Pride Week to get to yeah. this joke. And I was like, No, you don't. You yeah, you, you didn't. You really didn't.
1: It. It. But what I, it, what I did it, was like have it. I think. Yeah, and I I tend to tell people how long ago things happened. Who cares? Right. Uh, You know, a a year and a half ago, I was in Eastern Europe. Shut up. Who cares? And uh, you know, and the longer we're in quarantine, the longer the fucking time. And now it sounds ridiculous. I got to tell you a story that happened three years ago in Hanoi. Hey, weirdo Magoo. Just I wish you. Uh, but I, but I do want to, I would like to cut that stuff off. I'd like, I'd like to just sort of get into it. It's because my, my least favorite is the one where are you guys watching this or are you guys doing this? Because it doesn't matter because you could just say, I'm watching this and this is. Uh, yes. And I will give you all, you all the information it.
0: you need yeah, to understand
1: here's the, the joke. Yeah. Here's a synopsis. Now here's the punchline or whatever the fuck. Well,
0: I, I don't think it's. Um. You know, you could just say pre-quarantine. I mean, I, I do think if you say I was in Hanoi, now, uniquely, everyone will be like, when? Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so it's fine to go. It was three years ago. Yeah. Right? Just yeah. because we're all, you know, we're all in quarantine. Yeah. We're but, all home. Yeah. It's, yeah. But it, but I, I, I do feel like it's, it's, it's a hard. I don't know. It, I think some things you learn when you start as a comic, they... Like to me, like, into to you and to me, there's certain stuff women don't talk about. And when I see younger female comics talk about it, I'm like aghast, right? And uh, I'm like, I just, that's just, it's something that's in my DNA and it's really hard for me, but that's not you a to fight it. DNA. Yeah,
1: right. Because they weren't mm-hmm. brought up in the, in that system of you, women don't swear. Women don't talk about your period. Yeah. Women don't talk about uh, blood at all. Yeah. And, uh, and so if you can force yourself. To do it because we've all heard like there are so many great young comics, both men and women, but a lot of the like right now, just so many great women comics. I know. And you're like, there's a. It's gotta stop. (laughs) It is amazing. Let us catch
0: up, okay?
1: And speaking of which,
0: where are we at here, Kyle? We are at fifty-five twenty-three. Son of a bitch. I know. Okay, that's okay. We still got more. Oh, you got more. But my my point is, is that. That those habits that you learn when you're starting and if, if you, when you get up on stage, your first couple years were in front of very hostile audiences or audiences that if you didn't go immediately, they were going to react to that. That, mm-hmm. that sets your, your cadence For the rest of your career, and it's what they
1: used to call road comics. They were just like that's why people made fun of road comics because
0: they it was it was a groove that they were in that they couldn't get out. Right, right. And I mean, a Bill started. He was a road guy, so he he, he's a very uh, successful road comic. But but I, I I just I mean it's almost like some some some. Habits you can't shake, and so I I think if you're starting in a room that's starting in rooms that are very gentle and you're being listened to, that's kind of how you're going to expect to do comedy for the rest of your life. And I think you and I, and others our age, are more like, uh, get get that, get that joke out before they come for me, you know. I don't know, (laughs) yeah, but I've seen that back that gentle
1: stuff backfire when they're, yeah, that can too, yeah. I mean, it's too bad, but it's, um.
0: It's just it's just interesting to see it was interesting to see him do that. I was like, that's that's um
1: that that's an old habit, that's, my buddy. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. And that yeah. I have that I think a lot of us have. That, that that a lot of that a lot of comics have. You're just yeah. like, Yeah, uh and it's also something if you haven't been doing as much stand up, you go to it. You're like, Oh, I gotta you you literally regress
0: to right. get the job done. Get Especially the job. yeah, you haven't done a lot in your and, and I mean, you know, it's like some of some of his topics I wasn't into and I wasn't into his take. But I, I do love that. Yeah, he, he there was that moment where something did not work at all. And he's like plowing ahead. And I was like, <laughs> yes, that's what you do. I, I love that. Even if yeah. I maybe was also one of the people not laughing at what he had just said, I don't remember the joke order exactly, but. Um, right,
1: right. But sometimes a save line just can make you laugh against your will where you're like, yeah, <laughs> yep. you're correct, sir. You got to keep but, going. You are mm-hmm. actually on television. And uh, <laughs> so I didn't know that Fallon's doing comics too, right? Nate Bargatze? Oh, yeah. So yeah, do they, so they have an, do an audience? The, I don't, I don't know. And I mean, because SNL Conan is. doing it?
0: No, as far okay. as I, I mean, I think John, John did is set in his car, but um, we, <laughs> we still, as far as I know, and we're, we have one more week of hiatus and then mm-hmm. a week where we're working, but not doing shows. When we come back, we'll still be at the, at Largo with cardboard cutouts in the audience. Okay. I don't know if you've been watching. It's really funny and surreal and insane yeah. to see Conan and Andy bouncing off these cardboard comedic stuff yeah yeah. it's it's full of standing room only there was there was like a line to get in (laughs) have they have they ever uh have they thought about any sort of
1: ping pong where they just start kind of bouncing things i would actually like to see them actually bounce things off of people in the audience
0: you know each of the cardboard cutouts costs over 200 dollars. holy shit yes we're all shocked yes yeah yeah Yeah. so please watch Go on Team Coco and watch our show, because we did put a lot of money into those cutouts. Yeah, so. yeah. It's, see, see the magic. But, and, but I don't know. You know, it's weird, because we shoot on the same lot as Ellen, and Ellen is back in the studio. And she has, uh, and a lot of the daytime shows have just giant Zoom tablets or iPads on the seats, and people are watching from their homes, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, you yeah. see the face. And it's it's really... It's also really weird.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's also super weird. So I
0: like a uh, cardboard cutouts at Largo is hilarious. Yeah, me too. Although I don't know when we would be allowed back in the studio. Cause if she's allowed, how come we're not allowed? I don't yeah, know. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, flappers was talking to me about doing Pickwick. Cause they're, they're, oh, right. showing, yeah, yeah. they're showing stuff at Pickwick and then, and that's in a parking lot. And mm-hmm. so, but what's, you know, what's the County saying about live shows and, and,
0: and that kind of thing. So well, I showed you, we could, we could do something in my backyard with little group pods of people in different spaces. And the comic mm-hmm. would be pretty far away from them. It, but yeah. It we, could be in would just to: yeah, yeah. Just have to check to see how many people can be in a yard.
1: Right. And you need a little you know? sound system. Just one more <laughs> piece sound of system. tech. One more yeah. piece of tech to purchase. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, uh, yeah.
0: I've got the thumbs up. We're out. Maximumfun.org.